0: Hi everyone, this is the Relentless Podcast, and this is Melissa. Today I have Rachel Simmons as our guest. Rachel, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, Melissa.
0: Thanks for inviting (laughs) me on. Oh, you know, out of all my friends, I was just like, you know who could have a long conversation with me? Rachel Simmons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's very true. Many other qualifications, but... Oh, great. Yeah. Well, all.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, Rachel actually went to Bible college with me and uh, graduated from Seattle Bible College. Uh, is now down in down in Redding and was youth pastor at Hope Christian. that so community Hope Christian Community? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So she That'd has you sense. know many qualifying factors. Rachel, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, um, so like grew up in church and gave my heart to Jesus at a young age and knew I wanted to like go into ministry and just kind of live abandoned for Christ if that makes sense even when I was little and definitely went through like a lot of rocky stuff God delivered me from depression anxiety a lot of things Mm -hmm. and really like solidified me in his identity in my identity in him um Yeah, went to Bible college. That was an awesome time. Graduated with Melissa same year. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) woo woo. And then I was doing youth ministry, and it was going awesome. But I was like getting burnt out, and I really felt like God was like, "It's time to go somewhere new." And went to BSSM or Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry, which is where I'm at now in Redding, California and it's just been a time of relearning friendship with god and what mm-hmm. it means to have that close and intimate relationship with him and it's been amazing i super miss youth ministry and i miss you yeah. guys i don't youth... miss you guys <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff well awesome yeah.
0: so the podcast itself is kind of focusing on um we're wanting to focus on like nav how we navigate as christians through school and life while still, like, following Jesus uh, in the midst of our crazy culture and all the different, like, voices and things that are influencing us. So, what did high school look like for you? I know you served in youth ministry, but, you know, we were all once youths.
1: Yes, we were all once youths. Um, So, high school started off, like, to be honest, really terribly. (laughs) I know, like, freshman year, I was coming in with, like, a lot of insecurity, a lot of uh, issues with, like, myself and just self-hatred and all these things. And I was dealing with so much shame because I was like, I love Jesus and I'm close with him, but I hate myself. Like, so what, where is this coming from? what is this like what's going on and I didn't want to tell anyone because I had like this reputation of being like a pastor's kid being like I didn't want anybody to know that I was even struggling with this and so there was all this shame that was like holding me back from that Mm -hmm. from coming into freedom and my identity and when I finally brought that stuff to the light and finally actually told someone like this is what I'm feeling like I don't want to live and it was a really rough time but when I finally brought it to someone there was this like shining the light on everything yeah and god started to bring transformation and begin to speak identity over me i spent a year just reading the psalms and it was like Mm -hmm. that verse in let's see romans 12 that talks about renewing of your mind and i was just renewing my mind with the psalms and with like these verses of hope i'm actually going through those again right now because We're going through a really, it's kind of a rough time right now. And so I'm re-going through all the Psalms and just reminding myself of the goodness of God. It's powerful. Yeah. So after that, high school went better because I knew who I (laughs) was and I had this newfound confidence. And in that, I started developing friendship with Jesus, where I would just imagine him walking the hallways of school, like holding my hand (laughs) and being with me. And I was like, I don't have any friends anyway, my <laughs> freshman year. So it's like everybody already thinks I'm weird. So I just like speak in tongues and walk <laughs> <off> <laughs> with Jesus. Um, and in doing that, we just that was like when I first, I guess you could say, became friends with Jesus, or like mm-hmm. refound friendship with him. Um, yeah, and then from there, God start- started showing me how to like. Um, to see people and see the students that were like down and out, and mm-hmm. that kind of became my thing in high school. I was pretty artsy and hung out with like the choir kids, you know, the ones mm-hmm. who, like breaking musicals all the time, and yes, started making I'm friends familiar. with them. Oh, I know, you know, Melissa is <laughs> one of those kids too. <laughs> um uh, who who
0: was the person that you went and talked to when you finally decided you're like I have to tell somebody about this
1: yeah uh so it started with uh, actually my English teacher we were doing like journal rights and stuff and I was just like journaling about like death and like all this mm. really depressing stuff and she finally was like Rachel are you okay <laughs> and I was like why is teachers like <laughs> she was great mrs harris was the bomb shout out to her if she ever hears like obviously she she knew that you weren't (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i was kind of done like lying and being like oh no i'm fine i'm okay like whatever Mm -hmm. i was so exhausted and i was at like wit's end and so the only like i i was just done kind of like lying and so i was like yeah i i'm not not doing good Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and it was from like that honesty and vulnerability that God was even able to meet me because yeah. like I think sometimes so often we try to show a show that we have strength or our own strength It's like oh no I can get through this like I don't need to tell my family I don't need to tell anyone about this I can get through this I'm a yeah. strong person but when you finally come to that spot of being like I cannot <laughs> then God is actually I need to come help in. <laughs> yeah yeah God responds to, like, that humility even of being, like, I am weak and I need Jesus. Well,
0: I I ask because I think, like, how many movies have I watched or, like, have you watched when you're, like, there's this whole, like, horrible situation and all these, like, people are going through, like, all these crazy, like horrible things and you're like if you were just to have told somebody the truth like this oh, wouldn't even times. become a movie like this wouldn't even be like you wouldn't have walked through any <laughs> of the stuff that you had to go through like you wouldn't have had to suffer through all of those things if you would have just been honest with people or like especially with kids or youth you're like if you would have just told somebody what you were going through like you would have gotten the help that you needed
1: kind of oh, thing exactly.
0: So, this yeah. is a lot of freedom and community
1: community and vulnerability and knowing that like people are actually for you like if you tell someone like the, for example the teacher that I told when I finally told her she wasn't like oh I can't believe you're dealing with that she <laughs> was like actually compassionate yeah and I think we like fear the opinions of others sometimes mm-hmm. and like how they'll respond but like that that's just a lie and that gets in the way of us actually having true connection with people yeah yeah sorry i'm starting to preach no
0: that you're (laughs) you are the guest so you get you get the the platform as we call it we don't call it a stage we call it a platform (laughs) ah gotcha but no i totally agree with you that it's like it's often our pride and our often like our fear of what people will think that like i have to look strong but you have to really ask yourself like who am i trying to look strong for you know like Mm -hmm. and what is who is it helping for me to like pretend like everything's okay when it's not because I think a lot of people are struggling with a lot of things that until like they just come to like a rock and a hard place like they're like I can't go on anymore like that's finally when they ask but like yeah especially when you're in youth ministry and you're like a youth like literally everybody is for you and I think the the Mm -hmm. the um like perception of young people is that everyone is against you but I think that's a totally like a lie of the enemy that like for sure there are people who are gonna like maybe if you told like some of your peers at school that you're going through like they probably wouldn't be able to help you but there's like I feel like God really has especially for our kids like there's a whole plethora of people that are wanting to help you and I feel like people are just so totally. compassionate too in those kind of things too so
1: yeah so yeah honestly with anything I've been learning that that the body of christ is like here to like help and <laughs> actually support you i think so mm-hmm. often we like kind of see fellow christians and be like oh they just have their life together they wouldn't understand or they're or... like gonna judge me kind of exactly i think that's a big one and, but like the heart of god and what should be the heart of the body of christ and is i know at least for like art for your guys youth group and leaders and stuff is to support one another and build each other up and like that's what we want to be doing especially like even now with Mm -hmm. everything that's going on to just love one another well yeah yeah
0: definitely and um I think one thing in high school is like where do you where do you feel like the influence came in that that led you kind of to a dark place
1: or do you think it was or is it more of
0: just like a mental like or like
1: or like spiritual kind of thing there was like a lot of different factors it was definitely like a lot of believing lies about myself and my identity and then part of my part of my story kind of stems out of like i had a lot of negative connotation with being female and so i Mm. had a lot of like anger towards like god why did you make me this way and then people are telling Mm. me i can't do this or that or having like like times where i would want to do things and they'd be like no you can't do that because you're a girl and then i'd be like well i hate being a girl like that was <laughs> my mindset and so that kind of helped or that attributed into spiraling into kind of like more self-hatred and depression yeah just like a lot confusion of confusion and identity yeah confusion identity believing lies and and just like all also like isolation really played into that where i didn't have mm-hmm. like a and believe that I did I think when I'm like in the moment you think that you're alone and then you kind of look back after God brought you through things you're like wow there was people in my life I could have like just said one thing to been like can you pray for me and it would have helped yeah. so much yeah yeah
0: definitely I feel like that is a big thing is like there's so many influences and like a lot like the whole the whole culture is like Telling people like what their identity is, Mm -hmm. um, and us as the church and as leaders in the church, and even as like students, because I think really, like you were saying, like when you got delivered and you really decided to serve Jesus, it's kind of like you became like instead of following like what other people were saying about you and like what you felt like what the enemy was saying about you, Mm -hmm. like you start when you started really truly to follow Jesus, it's like you become a leader and you become a disciple maker, um and so that's like a huge thing is like the culture is trying to like influence our students and like influence just the minds of young people and younger like people our age like I'm I think we're both 23 um and so like I think we as people kind of think that we're like indestructible and that like we (laughs) can't be influenced you know um whereas we definitely are all like sheep to something like I I say this all the time but I'm like everybody has the ability to be influenced everybody is influenceable that is why people are paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to literally be social media influencers (laughs) um and so I think it's really important as young people that we um we know where like what are what voices we're listening to um and that we have to evaluate like what voices that we're letting in um like I even remember when I was right out of high school the Taylor Swift 1989 soundtrack came out (laughs) and it was it was like when she was not on Apple Music or Spotify like she didn't let any of her royalties out so you had to like buy the CD to or like buy it on iTunes to listen (laughs) to it and I had the CD and I would listen to it like on repeat in my car and it wasn't even like it's not even a a bad CD. Like I mean there's a couple like eh, like songs like a little iffy, but like it's not it's not bad by any means, but I just really like at that point I was just like so influencible life that I felt the Holy Spirit being like you should throw that CD away cuz I like was like meditating on it, you know? <laughs> like I was yeah. Like it was always in my head and like it made like I mean I wouldn't say I was boy crazy, but I definitely <laughs> like that was like on the forefront of my mind especially when I was obsessively listening
1: to Taylor Swift, oh you know that's so real though when like when you start listening to love songs constantly you're just like okay who am i gonna date next like constantly <laughs> exactly <laughs> you're like i want to be in love stat yeah you, you take like <laughs> two weeks off of love songs and you're like wow i can clearly <laughs> it's amazing. You're like i am
0: an individual human being <laughs> But it's so real like we have to as christians be like what voices am i letting in like what influences am i letting in because i think everybody like no one's doing a perfect job especially with social media and how often we're like swept into the culture like is 100%
1: free from outside voices you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a lot of stuff coming in especially Like, I've just been thinking, we've been talking about, you know, there's obviously a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. And there's been, like, so much fear where I feel like, like, almost anyone I talk to, they're, like, freaking out (laughs) Mm -hmm. at some level. And while I've been, like, doing all right, and I'm like, okay, I'm secure in Jesus, every now and then I'll just be like, oh, my gosh, I'm scared. And I'm like, no, this isn't me. Like, this is other people's, you know, stuff. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, 100%
0: (laughs) no I think that's I think that's even one reason that I like want to bring it up because I'm like right now when we're all stuck at home like how much more we're on our phones on social media listening to different voices yeah when it's like I'm not doing a perfect job but like it's an amazing opportunity for us to spend unadulterated time with the Lord or accidentally end up staring at our phones for four hours straight you know yeah and like while we're doing that, like what are we letting in? Yeah, exactly. And not to say that like having social media is bad because both of us do, um, <laughs> but like how much are we? Gonna, how much do you let it influence you? Is like the thing
1: that we have to be careful of, you know? Yeah. And also being like above the atmosphere, like knowing that you're seated with Christ in heavenly places, and then operating your mm-hmm. life from that standpoint, like. Every time you're feeling fear, every time you're feeling whatever could be coming up or could be trying to kind of like plant thoughts in your mind, being like, no, I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places and kind of being aware of like how you're letting your mind think or what you're letting in, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And keeping it 100%. Check- so often it's not even you like it's other things <laughs> and you're like this is yeah not even how I actually think this is not what I believe and you're like yes. no this is where I'm at I'm with Christ I'm secure I don't need to fall down into this stuff like obviously God is there to be comforter and if like if you're listening right now and you're in a place of fear you're in a place of panic like Holy Spirit is so there to be comforter and to be there for you. Mm -hmm. But he also wants to like raise you up out of that. And he's going to like sit with you, surround you and bring you higher and let you know that you're seated with Christ and that that Mm the circumstances can't get you. Like they can't take you down because you're a child of the King. Anyway. (laughs) Exactly.
0: No, that's so good. And I think like one thing that's really been on my heart in this crazy season that we're in, because I know it's just a season, right? That I'm that God is just being like, no season is ever wasted. Oh, come on. And so, one thing that like I've been like I did a devotional this morning for relentless, and just one thing that really like God is speaking to me is just like, there's a purpose in this season, not just for what I'm doing in the in the world, in the country, in our individual cities, but like in in and through my life, like God still has a plan and a purpose for me today. Yeah. Um, and it's when we silence the other voices that and we press into his voice and his influence that he reveals those
1: things to us. Yeah. Exactly. That's so good, Melissa. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm just like yes. <laughs> I just don't even have much to respond to that. It's just really You're good. You're like,
0: "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think like how are you staying productive and bu- uh, like and like not necessarily busy? Cuz I'm like I keep telling people I'm like I'm trying to stay busy during quarantine, but like I feel like we can be busy and still get nothing oh, done. 100%. Because <laughs> I've had those days where I'm like, I feel busy
1: and stressed, but what did I actually accomplish? Yeah, like stress and feeling like you're quote, like putting in work or whatever is not like a good measure of if you're actually getting anything done that's like meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um And even I've had some people be like, you know, this can be a good time to rest. And I'm like, okay, this is not like rest, like just sitting around like on your phone or whatever. It's, yes. It's a time of like finding what makes you come alive and what like even feeds yes. your soul and resting in that mm-hmm. and resting in God. In like, it kind of, yes. sorry, I'm trying to d- figure out how to describe this. um For me, I've been doing a lot of art lately because I know that's something that mm-hmm. God put on my heart and I usually never have time for it but I'm trying not to approach it from like I have to do this because I need to be doing something during quarantine but more of being like okay I want to experience God in this and I know that this is something that makes me feel close to God so I want to press into it and give it my time and let it be something that I develop right now that's good
0: yeah yeah I mean I definitely there's there's a balance between like being disciplined and also realizing that we have Like different things that God has put in our hearts and so Mm -hmm. sometimes we have to like mend those things because I'm like I also like to do art and like doing baking um, and connecting with people and I'm like sometimes you can just like find yourself staring I don't really watch Netflix as much because I made myself a goal this year that I'm not going to watch television by myself so that I read more books. Um, so I only watch TV with other people, but, like, I will catch myself, like, staring at my phone for, like, and I'm like, oh, I've been on Instagram and or TikTok for, like, an hour. <laughs> and, like, what did I actually accomplish? Like, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. I should be productive right now. <laughs> um, and I always say that, like, motivation is just an emotion. And so Ooh. we have to move past motivation and just be, then like, learn to be disciplined. Um because motivation comes and goes and I can't wait I can't wait to do the things that I know I need to do until I feel motivated because it is just a feeling yeah for sure definitely the struggle of like forcing ourselves to be productive I think has been interesting but and I I like I like what you're saying is that like I'm not just going to do things for the sake of doing them Mm -hmm. like like doing things that make you feel like you're coming alive like what it I, I even said that this morning I'm like learning about like why I'm why God created us, you know, like that's the things that he wants to reveal to us when we spend time in his presence mm-hmm. is that like I'm like use this time as an opportunity to just like to press into the voice and the heart of God for like why he created oh, you. totally. Because you have so much time. <laughs> and I think everyone, even no matter what season of life or how much you've accomplished or whether you know what you're called to do, like to know that God has more for us mm-hmm. that um even like the pastors who have been established for 30, 40, 50 years, like God still has something new to do in their life. And oh, so yeah. in this time, like the church as a whole, like as a whole body is all pressing into God to like seeing what he's
1: doing through us as a whole and us as individuals. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. One of the things that's been getting me through the, uh, more like monotonous discipline stuff, if that makes sense, like gotta clean my house Mm -hmm. gotta do laundry gotta keep
0: my house has never been cleaner
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and not relying on like you said motivation is an emotion it's really good um so how i kind of get through having to do those more like discipline tasks is literally just imagining jesus doing them with me and so then it Mm -hmm. turns from this like just doing for what you know just doing things and it's like "Ah, i have to go do this i have to do that and it takes it takes that away and puts it more like jesus is walking with me he's in the laundry room with me (laughs) he's Mm -hmm. there when i'm sweeping the floor like jesus is with me in all the things and i think partnering with him even in the like the smallest things uh remind just keeps you connected with him throughout the day and anything can turn into an encounter with jesus if you let it so so good spending time with
0: rachel always reminds me like i can do anything led by the holy spirit i can i should do everything led by the holy spirit (laughs) it's so real though like he's with us throughout our entire day and like no matter what we do and i when you have that concept and that idea you don't want to waste your time yeah you know because you're like yes there's things that i need to do that need to get done like I mean, it's a little bit more of a more of a reality when you become an adult. But mm-hmm. even as like as students, like there's things that you have to do throughout your day, and like even when you're in back in school, like I remember I used to do that too because there'd be days where I would really struggle with like anxious thoughts or just like you know those random just like emotions that come. Mm-hmm. But I I used to imagine myself like walking with Jesus through the mm-hmm. halls and um, just knowing that like yeah I have to be here, but I know that Jesus is with me and that they're like he has a plan and a purpose for this day that I'm in like asked I used to ask him like who he wanted me to touch and I definitely was shy in high school and like um more so than I am now and I definitely feel like God delivered me from being a follower <laughs> into being a leader um but like even in high school like just being like God, you feel like you're wasting your time because you're like i'm <laughs> never going to use calculus but <laughs> i'm he- i'm here for a plan and like i'm going to do everything with excellence Ooh, and on. like shine the light of jesus even to my math teacher like who maybe knows that i hate calculus but I- he still sees me doing my absolute best yeah. you know so that's so good yeah it's always encouraging yeah, hearing control. you talk about your relationship with jesus
1: i never took calculus <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs>
0: I wish I didn't. I wish I would have taken personal finance. That would have helped me a lot I took more.
1: Statistics instead. It was and simple. Ha- <laughs> how much did that help you? I mean, I I could tell you no, I don't really know what I could do with that. Math has it. A- yeah, right. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like
0: can I have a tax math class? Thanks. Yes, praise God. Some places offer them, but it's I minded. just declare
1: that into being over our high schools in Jesus' name. Good <laughs> right? curriculum for living well. <laughs> just-
0: for living well. Well, is there any uh yeah. closing thoughts that you want to leave the people with before we say our goodbyes?
1: Um, even though we are kind of separate from each other right now, and you know, you're kind of in more isolation, uh, there's still ways to impact people. And all of you have creative mind creative minds because God is creative and he made you. So There's really like unique and creative ways that we can still impact the people around us, whether it be our families or uh, even like just the people in our cities. There's still ways that we can impact each other. Like I've been doing a lot of prayer walks lately around my neighborhood because I can get outside. I don't really know if you guys are allowed to do that in Washington, but California, we still can go outside. Um, And I've just been like just praying over the area and leaving even like little pieces of art here and there. I've been writing poems for people, and it's evangelism doesn't stop just because we're inside, you know? So good. Mm -hmm. Um, And and reaching out to people. And actually, in doing that, it's helped me take my mind off myself and put it on like the other people and the other souls. And in that, you don't get like caught up in kind of like, oh, woe is me when really we're all in the same boat. Like yeah, everybody's everybody's has a different house situation. Everybody has different like things that are coming up that are bringing stress and bringing this. But if we're the ones out there releasing peace, then we become the ones that are influencing the environment and influencing the atmosphere. Uh, and yeah, I don't really know what else to say about that. But pray away. That's awesome. Pray away. <laughs> I know I like
0: that. I like there's the purpose of us being in here right now like where we are right now is just influencing other people so that's good and that takes our eyes off of our current circumstances when we know that we can be a blessing to other people
1: yeah any like in fact like just ask god like if there's ways that are gifts or something that you have that you can use to bless others like honestly take some time and be like god who are you for me And maybe he'll say something like Prince of Peace or like, I'm your joy, I'm your strength. And be like, how spread that to other people? Like, how can I take that to others? Um, And honestly, he'll give you creative ideas. They might sound silly. Like I've been painting rocks and leaving them behind (laughs) at every trail I go at. And I've just been like putting like joy or hope. And I'm like, this is so freaking basic. But at the same time, (laughs) I came back to the trail and the rocks were gone. Like somebody took those. And I'm like, okay, even if it's the simplest thing, God is still going to use that to bring joy, to bring hope in the midst of crazy circumstances. I love that. I love that.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Rachel. It's been a pleasure.
1: It was so good to hear from you. Oh my goodness. I know.
0: We'll have to actually like facetime each other separately outside of this podcast where everyone
1: could hear our conversation oh yeah we gotta talk and connect and catch up
0: we'll love it well thank you so much i hope you have a great rest of your day
1: thanks for having me on and i bless all you relentless youths receive the blessing (laughs) (laughs) all right bye all right bye Melissa.